Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kyle Costello, and I will be your host for today. I want to read from Proverbs 5, chapter 18, or verses 18 through 19. It says, May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. There's that word love, right? It's the word that often comes up when we're talking about marriage, when we're talking about sex, when we're talking about intimacy. But it's a word in our world that sometimes means everything and sometimes means nothing. What am I talking about? Well, over the last few days, we've been talking about lust. And and how how do we choose God's invitation to avoid lust and to flee from lust? rather than maybe the invitation of our heart or our mind or definitely our world and our culture to indulge lust. Well, one of the ways we have to do that is by talking about um, lust's counterpart, love. Lust and love never coexist. And to understand that, we, we have to really define them. See, you can't think of love the way we think of love in our world. We use all kinds, we use that word for all kinds of things, right? Like, I, I love tacos, I love to surf, I love the ocean, but yet it's also supposed to be the word that I use to declare my greatest devotion to my wife, love, right? As much as I love a good carne asada taco, there should be a different word for what it means for me to feel and desire and to honor and to care for my wife. What is love? I'll often say to, um, to folks who I'm doing premarital with or I'm going to perform their, their wedding, I'll say like, hey, everything seems good right now. Like the wedding's coming, your adrenaline is rushing, you're, you're ready to go, but there will come a day. It's usually easy for the, for, the, for the woman to envision this. I don't know why. But I'll say there will come a day where, where he's not going to look his best. Like he's not going to say the right thing. Like he's going to want to be lazy. He's not going to want to maybe um, live into this marriage covenant the way you would want him to. And I always say to the guy, and as as, man, as amazing as she's going to look on your wedding day, as 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 smart as she is, as as beautiful as she is, as much as you feel connected to her, there will be a day where 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 she just won't be on her A game either. And and you're going to look and go like, man. This, this isn't what I thought it would be. I said, and in that moment, that's when you'll get to decide, hey, do I really want to pursue love? Because love isn't, this, um, isn't just this fleeting emotion that comes and goes. The love of the scriptures, the love that this passage is talking about, that it's actually heaping blessing on, on marriages about, is about commitment. It's about faithfulness. It's about sacrifice. It's about service. I'll be real. One of the things, it's, it's not in this book by the Kellers, but in another book that they wrote about marriage that has sustained me, that has taught me what love is when it comes to my own marriage. It says real love is when you don't point out in marriage what, what, 
what the other person has done wrong. When that's not um, your go-to, but rather your go-to is, man, what, what, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to own here? Where, where have I been selfish? Where have I made this just about me? It's in that moment that you begin to understand the love that this passage and that the love God is inviting us into when it comes to marriage. Maybe let's try to get our brains around it this way. Um, why do people get married today? I, I'm not going to give you an answer. I want you to fill that in. Like, why do people get married today? See, at the time this proverb was written, it was probably for different reasons. See, the Kellers point out that at this time, um, marriage happened because it helped secure a social standing for you. Some folks, this is how they moved up the ladder, so to speak. Other folks, it's how they maintained their wealth and their security. But what is the Bible saying um, that, that God wants to bless your marriage with? It's not social standing. It's not a salary. It's not security. Rather, it says, may you ever be intoxicated with her love. As much as we think we like love stories, God likes a real love story. Not the one where just the two people meet for, for, and, and fall in love in the movie and they get married, but you never see the rest of their life. He likes the real love stories of faithfulness, of generations, of living life together, of seeing the good times and the bad times, of, of sacrificing and serving. Some of the best love stories I've seen, it's that couple They've been married 50, 60 plus years. And one of them is failing. And the other won't leave their side. There's not much in it for him anymore. I've, I've, I've been there in cases of um, where dementia has, 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 has robbed that one person's ability to even really know and connect with that spouse they once knew so well. I've been there where, where sickness has just Man, ripped away inability to connect and know one another like they once did. But the real love story that you won't see on a movie screen, that you won't read in a book, or most books, that is, plays out in front of you as that spouse serves and sacrifices. They're steadfast, they stay, and they live out real love. Not the cheapened version of love. Not just the romantic Hollywood notion of love, but God's defined love. See, when lust leaves our relationships, that real love can take up residence. When we don't see that other person as someone to satisfy our needs, but rather someone to serve, someone to care for, we're then on a mission with our God to bring his love into the world. Would you know today that that's what he desires for you? It's for you to know that he wants to serve you through the grace and the mercy of Christ, through the presence of his Holy Spirit. Would you know it's what he desires for our marriages? that we would be people who serve and sacrifice, not people who demand. People who are quick to apologize, not quick to point out the faults of the other. 
Today, would you think about the fact that our God, his definition of love is often just so much different than ours. Let's pray. God, please be with us. We need your help in this area. I need your help in this area. Help us to understand your definition of love. Help us to trust that that's what you want to offer us through Jesus. And God, make, help our hearts just receive it. Let us offer it to our spouses. Let us trust you, even though it's vulnerable, Lord, to be people who would desire to serve rather than demand. Sacrifice rather than to point out the faults of others. God, we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.